Fields with Third Coast Percussion's David Skidmore. Hi, David. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Thanks for having me, Max. Third Coast Percussion continues to expand the possibilities of the percussion repertoire with the release of your new album, Fields, on CD Records, featuring classical compositions by Devante Hines. These world premiere recordings were written in a collaboration with Hubbard Street Dance Chicago? That's right, yeah. We had been working with Hubbard and decided to do a whole evening-length show, and Devante's name was brought up by one of the choreographers, Emma Portner. And we had already known of Dev through his work as Blood Orange and also through his connections to Philip Glass, another composer we've, we've worked with a lot. And what he would do is send you sheet music and recordings of what he had done, and then you guys would have the raw material to then orchestrate for your own instruments. Exactly, yeah. He sent us a mix down, basically like a rough mix of each of the pieces along with the stems, sort of recordings of the individual instruments that, that he was layering together to create the pieces. And then, yes, some sheet music and even just some verbal instructions sometimes. That was the material that we used to arrange the works for our ensemble. He's so well known in the R&B world, but his roots are in classical music. Yeah, we were aware of his work as Blood Orange, but we had also recently seen this amazing interview that Dev does with Philip Glass that NPR put out, where Dev is asking Philip about his, you know, sort of early life as a, an artist coming up there, kindred experiences across several generations. We knew not only that we liked Dev's music, but we knew that he was interested in classical music and passionate about classical music and that a lot of his upbringing was centered around learning and performing classical music. Do you think about this recording at all as classical music or ambient music or a little of both, or does that kind of idea cross your mind at all? The thing that we find the most interesting about our type of ensemble as a percussion ensemble is that we're classically trained, the four of us in third coast percussion, that's our roots, that's our background. But the thing about percussion that we love is that it touches on really every genre and style of music that there is that not everyone shares, but so many people share. We love finding artists like Devante Hines or Jaylen, another artist that we're commissioning right now, who either haven't written for classical musicians or have never done what they consider to be a classical composition. And there are great music creators working in all these different genres, and if they're interested in working with us and we can find a way to work together, then new types of music come out of it. If we are to call it classical music, it's kind of exciting in a way because We've always associated classical music in this pre-20th century way. It never crosses my mind when I'm playing the music or when we're arranging the music or when we're learning the music. We rehearse every day in our studio in Chicago and we're not sitting there thinking about classical music, you know. We're just thinking about music. But, you know, I understand what is appealing for so many people about 
genre and to say, oh, I associate this album fields with ambient music like Brian Eno, or I associate it with classical music like Philip Glass. But really, when you dig into it, especially nowadays, I think genres are still important because I think a lot of people still think in that way. But the thing that's the most exciting to me is if someone listens to our music and can't pin it down, can't say, oh, that's classical music or, oh, that's ambient music. We are always more excited when the lines are so blurred that you're just enjoying it for what it is. The label of classical music that's interesting, it's a real attention to detail, often like an acoustic performance. I mean, obviously in our ensemble, it's primarily instrumental music. It's through composed... maybe a musical form that's unexpected. And all of those things can be found in music that is not labeled as classical. I think for a lot of people, classical music means a certain type of music. The vast majority of the composers who were encouraged or even allowed to write that music were men, they were white men, they were of a certain socioeconomic advantage. And I think that limiting the idea of through composed music is such a disservice to everyone. The type of music that we're interested in making in Third Coast is really about introducing this like way of making music not even introducing it, but just like making it feel welcome. So just to go over the tracks real quick, Reach, very striking. Yeah, for sure. Reach is this ostinato, very drone-based and very still and almost meditative. These really beautiful lush synth pads. It does, I think, set the scene. And then Coil starts with a scale and sort of evolves into the various loops double and triple timing. first moment on the album, I think that you really hear this driving, scalar, arpeggiated motion that's kind of the engine that drives a lot of the music on the record. Some of the characteristics of Wayne, a sustained sound, and the introduction of the bells. There's so many bells and bell-like sounds on the album, and Wayne is one of the first times they really get to hear those in a freer sort of setting. And certainly, like the second track, Blurred, there's this sort of bed of sustained drone sound underneath throughout most of the track. 
and then curl has a lot of momentum and sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curl, we're sort of expanding the set of instruments that we're using and less expected <laughs> percussion sounds, but still with that sort of driving energy. These handheld instruments that are primarily used in an educational setting called tone chimes, and they kind of look like a handbell choir as we're performing them. We've incorporated them into a number of performances now, and they feature prominently in this piece. Gather sounds like two contrasting motives against each other. Gather, it's almost like a summation of most of the thematic material on the piece. It touches on the droning moments in the piece and the propulsive or energetic moments in the piece. Some of those bell sounds, some of the less expected sounds, it sort of really does bring together the totality of, of For All Its Fury. That seems like Cradle is a sustained type of track also with bells. Cradle is this slow build. It's actually my favorite track on the whole album. It's this single chord progression that happens maybe 15 times or so across the course of the track. The instrumentation builds, and the intensity builds, and it's one of the tracks that features some improvisation as the texture gets thicker and thicker. It's just a really simple, really beautiful chord progression. When we play, we just love because you get to live in this world for a while. references what we heard on Reach and develops it out a bit. Press is a entirely acoustic track, so there's no synth sounds, but it builds to a really big climactic moment, and I think in particular really references Steve Reich.
feels the title track, sustained pads. Absolutely, yeah. It's a beautiful track. I think it has just this really incredible arc to it. I mean, it builds to a really euphoric conclusion as well. joy in that track, which I think is nice. I love that it ends on that positive note. You don't always get that. perfectly voiceless.
Perfectly Voice is another one of the, the few tracks on the album that is entirely acoustic. And this is a, a piece that we actually play a ton live. It's interesting to us because it's dev playing with different patterns looping on top of one another of different durations so you're getting this constant sort of um, kaleidoscopic texture throughout the track and to finish there was nothing blends incredible synthesizer sounds that's a sound that we use throughout the album and features prominently in this track there was nothing i like because it's almost as expansive as for all its fury but it's all contained within one track so it's really nice arc across 15 minutes ambient synth sounds at the beginning to uh, this almost kind of Lou Harrison-like melody. Another really big, beautiful, triumphant ending. David, thanks very much for your time on this podcast, and congratulations to you and your three other Third Coast percussion colleagues, Sean Connors, Robert Dillon, and Peter Martin. It's a really great recording. Thanks a lot, Max. Thanks for having me.